to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. What's up, guys? It's me, Jermaine Harrison, your local youth pastor. We're back again for another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. I'm joined by a special co-host today, Dave Pennell. Not actually my name. It's David Penuel, but feel free to call me Dave, Dave Pennell. Pennell. Oh, Dave. yeah. And our family-friendly <laughs> local youth pastor, Austin Mankin. <laughs> I need a new nickname. That's just not going to work. What's oh. wrong with Mankin? What's wrong family with family-friendly family Mankin? <laughs> and our student guest for the day is Raleigh Schott. What's up, guys? Guys. Raleigh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, hi, my name is Raleigh Schott. I just graduated from Jesuit College Preparatory School of Dallas, Ooh. and next semester I will be heading to Texas A&M. Let's go. Gigamags. Whoop. And do they not have a longer name for that preparatory school? <laughs> well, you see, I just thought it would be formal. School. <laughs> it is Jesuit College Preparatory School <laughs> of Dallas. Raleigh, we want to get to know you a little bit better in just a second, but I want to invite the audience into the table with us and to just kind of have a great conversation about an important topic. So here's my question for the day for all of us so everyone can get to know each other better and the audience will as well. Uh, my wife and I have been going on a quest this summer. We've called it very creatively the Harrison Summer Burger Tour, Ooh. where we've been trying to find the best burger in Dallas. I've, seen it. I've seen it on your Instagram. Yep, yep. I've gone to eight or nine places. And so I want to pitch that question to you guys. Ooh. What is the best burger that you've had uh, in Dallas? So David, question. why don't you tell us? I'd love to start. This is easy. Don't even have to think about it. If you go to Coit and Frankfurt, all right, mm. this is in far north Dallas, mm. and you look for a gas station, then you look for a vape shop. <laughs> right. Oh <my> God. <laughs> right next to the vape shop. That's not a great start. There is a hole in the wall. It's not in the vape store. It's next to it. There's a hole in the wall place called Skyrocket Burger. Okay, wow. And uh, Skyrocket Burger is, uh, I, I, the only way to describe it is a melt-in-your-mouth burger. Um, I, I believe that everything is marinated in the finest of butters. <laughs> um, and the meat, the, the buns, everything, you put it on your tongue and it goes directly in your bloodstream. <laughs> Skyrocket. Just dissolves straight in your yes, mouth. It's gone and it's delicious. Do you feel great afterwards? No. no. You don't want to go for a run, but everybody's got to try Skyrocket Burger. <laughs> Skyrocket Burger. Uh, I've had it. It's good. Austin, what about Man, you? I love to share. And so I have a unique way of identifying the greatest burger. And so what I say is that, you know, every athlete needs a great sidekick, right? Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen. So every burger needs a great set of fries. And so I believe Hopdotty has the best set of fries that complement the burger in a unique way that makes the flavor just melt in your mouth. Mm. It's amazing. The fries, the truffle fries, you got to try them. Amazing. Mm. That's the my fries answer. are good. That's true. Raleigh, what about you? Okay, I've got to say, my favorite burger I've ever had, I don't know where it's from. Mm. I was on my way back from a baseball game one time, and I stopped at this restaurant, and they gave me a burger. It came out, it had a pineapple on top. So it was like a Ooh. Hawaiian burger. Mm. Wow. If you've ever had Hawaiian pizza. And I'm going to catch some heat for this. I already know you because everyone are. hates pineapple on pizza. <laughs> but I don't know where it was from. And it was like one of those fairy godmother moments where the burger's there and then it's just gone forever. And so I don't know if I'll ever find it again. <laughs> but if anyone out there knows where you can find that pineapple burger, please let me know. Mm. This has the makings of a quest. 
It, it does. does. <laughs> I've always wanted to be on a quest, and it yeah. sounds like one. So yes. we could make a movie about yes. this together. Hel- guys, help us. Be a guide for us on this journey to find the pineapple burger. <laughs> I, I want to tell you guys about my favorite burger. Um, and it, you know, you can go kind of the greasy burger route, like Skyrocket or Keller's, which are fantastic in their own right. Um, but I'm going to go gourmet style, and I'm going to choose Rodeo Goat so far in our summer burger tour as the best burger in Dallas. The Ooh. one that I had is called the Sugar Burger, and they drizzle like little <laughs> crystals of sugar on the A bacon. Dessert burger? They mm. grill the uh, uh, peach peaches, and they put them on the burger, and it is fantastic. And it just drips all over your hands. <laughs> you heard it here first. Rodeo Goat, it. the that Sugar Burger. Two out of four burgers have fruit on them. <laughs> Interesting. One out of four is made of goat meat. <laughs> <laughs> Yours was goat meat, huh? Rodeo Goat. Rodeo oh, Goat. it's not goat meat. <laughs> so no. we are not actually talking about the topic of burgers today, but we are talking about the topic of brokenness and what we do when something feels broken in our life. And so brokenness can be experienced in a lot of different ways, whether that's divorced parents, drama and friends, groups, fear, anxiety, or worry, whatever it is, we just want to encourage you guys that the Bible tells a story of a God who's loving, who's powerful, who's personal and willing and able to bring healing to the broken parts of our lives. And so uh, we're going to talk about how to find freedom from brokenness, but also learn about a great resource for students. And so Raleigh is going to share his perspective. We're going to get some insight from David and Jermaine along the way. And so Raleigh, let's just start with you with this first question. I'd love to hear, you know, have you felt ever felt like your life isn't working the way it's supposed to. Honestly, Austin, I feel like that most days, I think. And mm-hmm. I think that's just part of living in the broken world that we do live in. Um, and that can be a lot of things. It can be outside factors, like not getting into the college I wanted to get into or tragedies at school of losing some friends. Um, or it can be the inward stuff that's just struggles and sin, whether it's selfish pride that's breaking my relationships with people or a struggle with pornography and lust. Um, all of that can combine together to make it seem like life is not going right. And I think we can all feel that. We can all feel inherently that brokenness because we're meant for something greater. Um, and God has a better plan for us, and we can tell that. And the cool thing about this podcast is we're going to talk about ways that God redeems that brokenness in our lives. And Region for Students is just one of the ways that I've seen that. Tell us more about Region for Students because listeners might not know what that it's is. True. So, you know, is and Regen is short for regeneration. So uh, what what is that? Well, Regen for Students, um, I did it last spring and it's a program that Dave Pinnell started and it's... <laughs> Never heard of him. Who, me? <laughs> it's basically an opportunity for students to investigate the brokenness in their lives and be able to believe in God and believe in his ability to fix that and heal that brokenness in our lives and just that he is the only way that we can truly find peace. Yeah. So Raleigh, I mean, you just listed off, like Austin asked you one question, like, Hey, how's your life? Not ever, you know, felt like it's working the way it's supposed to. And you were like, boom, 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 boom. You had several things. Um, I imagine, uh, cause, cause I've had a lot of experience with young people, um, that a lot of time was spent where you were just kind of dealing with those things on your own. Uh, And that is one of the reasons why we started Regeneration for Students. We've got a great small group ministry at our church, uh, but even sometimes you can feel alone uh, in a small group because there's certain things that you just don't feel comfortable, you know, bringing forward um, 
or or talking about in your group. So um, talk about your small group a little bit and talk about region for students and how those two things intertwined, because I really want the audience to, to know you don't have to deal with the brokenness in life alone. Like you don't have all those for things sure. you just listed. You don't have to just figure out how to fix them by yourself. So if we're talking about, man, if, if life isn't working the way it's supposed to, what do I do? The first thing I want people to know is like, and whatever you do, don't do it alone. So what role have other people played kind of in your life helping you deal with those things? Well, first off, I love my small group. I've got to shout them out. They're the best. Um, and really in my life, they have been such an opportunity for me to share my brokenness with them and work through that stuff alongside a group of guys that I love um, and some leaders that I just really trust and believe that they have the resources for me to begin to grow toward God in those struggles. Um, in region, how that kind of played in with my small group, I felt like it was a way to more intentionally dive into my brokenness and the roots of my sin struggles. Because I think a lot of times introspection is really hard and none of us like to do it. And small group is a great place to share all of our struggles with our closest friends. But sometimes we need more time because we're very complicated people and we all have a ton of brokenness in our lives. So region offers for me, it offered a great framework to look at that brokenness through and how to really dive deep into my character and how I could heal that brokenness through God's grace. I love that that point that you made there, Raleigh of like how we're so wired in today's culture to not slow down long enough to like truly get to the root of, you know, the hurts and struggles and sin and unhealthy habits that we might have. Um, and it's, it's so true that uh, the culture wants us to, and, and our own selves, we want to put our best foot forward. We don't want to look like anything is broken. We want to look like, you know, everything's going great. Mm -hmm. And the context of your community with your small group and region for students are both places where you got to say, hey, everything isn't okay. Mm. And I'm still okay. And God still loves me. And God still wants to um, help me um, find healing and hope in the midst of that. But, it, you know, it starts with that humility uh, of saying, hey, everything isn't okay. And I need help and I can't do it alone. Jermaine, when I heard you say that, that sounds like a really scary thing to say. Yeah. To say out loud, like everything isn't okay. And and Raleigh, um, maybe your small group, I mean, you were with them. You started with this group of guys in sixth grade. Yeah. Is that right? It's been... And so you've spent a lot of time together. Um, so maybe for you, it wasn't that scary to begin saying everything isn't okay. Or was it? Were there, were there certain times when you brought something up or you held something back because of, you know, how frightening it is to say everything isn't okay. Yeah. I think it's always scary to ask that question to yourself. Like, am I all right? And are there things that are wrong with me? Because it takes a lot of honesty and humility. So for sure, there's always going to be that fear of getting things out in the open and talking to people about it. But every time it's funny how every time it makes it hard again to 
open up to people, but every time you're always rewarded with the fruits that come with living in the light. Yeah. Mm. Something I just heard you guys highlighting is the importance of bringing others in that you cannot do this alone. Galatians six, two just says, bear one another's burdens that you cannot heal without the help of another person that you need other people helping you and encouraging you along the way. And so Raleigh, I just love to hear why'd you choose to make region for students a part of your story? Why'd you choose to step into that? So it's interesting. Um, we're talking a lot about all these sin struggles that can make you want to go to region for students and find the root of that and be able to find healing from that. But the reason I chose to do region was first off, David Peniel is the coolest guy ever. So I wanted to hang out with him <laughs> I can a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, all jokes aside, the reason I went to region was I had begun to walk into a season of doubt in my faith. Um, and I found myself doubting God's plan for my life and God's goodness and that the Bible was the truth of God and it was the best way for me to be living my life, um, and pursuing healing from that brokenness. And so I wanted to more understand why God said the things that he said in the Bible and why Mm. there was truth to living according to his plan can lead to happiness and on top of that, I also wanted to understand why it was that I struggled with certain sins and mm-hmm. so I could further combat those. Cause I think it's a lot of hard to fight against an enemy that you don't even know what it is. And so once you understand your sin and understand your brokenness more deeply, it's a lot easy to conquer that. Yeah. Guys, it was really interesting. Raleigh was in my group in Regeneration for Students. So we meet as a large group and then we split up into small groups and have a discussion about the curriculum. And uh, what was, was interesting to me, Raleigh is a senior in high school and he's been around our church uh, with faithful Christian parents, uh, an older sibling that has set an example for him. Uh, and he's been in a small group. He's been learning God's word and he's a really smart guy. Um, and yet he was going, I'm struggling with doubt and there's, there's some more that I need to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I think sometimes young people, especially who have grown up in and around the church, they think they've heard everything. They know all they need to know and they begin to look elsewhere for truth. Mm. Um, and I think it was really miraculous and, uh, kind of God in the middle of it, continuing to draw your heart towards him and giving you the humility to go, no. I think there's more I have to learn here. And that's mm-hmm. a point I want to make for the audience is just, man, guys, you can always benefit from learning more about God. Like none of us uh, have it all figured out. Um, and so whether that's going to your church, wherever you live and getting more involved in a small group there or a Bible study there, or uh, if you're around Dallas, jumping into a program like Regeneration for Students, uh, man, there's always more to learn. Uh, and so I'd love to hear from you, Raleigh, on just, hey, what did you learn? Like, yeah, w- what was it like? What'd you, what'd you get out of the program? For sure. I think that's a great point you just made. I mean, no matter who comes to region, you're going to be in your group with your leaders and you're going to still have stuff to learn. And even your leaders are still working through stuff. The point is none of us are ever going to have it figured out while we're on earth. Um, and even after you go through a program like region, region isn't meant to fix you. It's meant to move your heart closer toward God. And so ways that I saw that playing out in my life um, specifically were my relationships. I think it's interesting in region, you have your introduction to the group and you talk about the main things that you're working through and you're trying to heal from. And David knows mine switched at least five times because, <laughs> and that just shows further that it's region really helps you understand your brokenness and 
the roots of that. I was able to understand more that my relationships were broken because of the way I viewed people and the way I viewed myself in relationship to them. Um, and really a root cause of pride in how I was interacting with them. And so one specific example is my relationship with my parents. And first off, I have to preface this with the fact that I love my parents and they're the best. So shout out to them. And <laughs> honestly, <Shout> out parents. <laughs> and honestly, any, um, any problem was probably more me than them because I think they're amazing parents and they've raised me so well. But I think there was some distrust in that relationship. And it's interesting because I didn't even really understand why that distrust was there, or how that began. And being able to take inventory of my life and really take time to introspect and understand why that was there. And sometimes that it was there for no reason at all um, helped me to have those conversations with them and learn how to have conversations where I sought forgiveness and I sought understanding and try to explain myself to them more. And it takes, it takes a lot of humility to understand how you've hurt someone else, but then also to be able to go to them and tell them that you've been hurt by them. And so I think that region provided me a framework and a good list of ways to seek that forgiveness and to have those conversations with my parents. And I feel closer to my parents than I ever have this season of my life. And so I've really seen the fruit of that. That's incredible. Cause we, you know, when we're talking about something's not right, I think a lot of times, uh, which is where you initially went, people look inside and they go, well, I have this habit I can't break, or I have this feeling that, you know, I can't shake this hurt that keeps haunting me. Uh, and, and it's, it becomes really internal, but what you just described was, uh, something's not right in my relationships. Like, why am I always angry at my parents or I can't get along with my siblings or, uh, you know, my friends, you know, keep leaving me out and, or my, you know, relationships aren't working out or whatever it is. Um, and, and so brokenness not only affects us as individuals, it affects our relationships as well. And I do think it's important also just to note, um, just to bring it back to what, something you said earlier about how, um, the, the healing comes in understanding who God is. Uh, understanding his power uh, and understanding his love in our lives. Uh, Matthew chapter six, Jesus calls people who are listening to him. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things, all the other things we worry about in our life. Um, it'll be added unto you, meaning uh, God will take care of the rest as you seek him and grow in your relationship with him. And I liken it to uh, the other day, we had some work done in our house. We had to remove our oven and one of the feet on the bottom of the oven broke and we had to replace it. And uh, the place I had to go uh, to to uh, replace the feet on the oven that were broken was Gen Air, the manufacturer of the oven because they made it and they understand it and they know how to fix it better than anybody. Um, and I think the same is true for our lives, understanding that we did not create ourselves uh, and our parents didn't even create us. Our church, our pastors, they didn't create us. There is a creator God who knows us better than we know ourselves. And so turning to him, whether it's through uh, you know, a youth group at a church or a small group or a ministry like Regeneration for Students, uh, find some place that will point you back to your creator who knows you and knows how to bring healing and hope into your life. 
That's amazing. Thanks, David. Well, hey, Raleigh, I, I have been so encouraged by all that you've had to say. And I know that a student listening, you know, hanging at home, driving on a run, doing some chores, whatever it is, that they were encouraged, you know, just by your openness and authenticity. So thank you, Matt. Any last word of encouragement that you would give to a student listening right now, someone who maybe was in your position where there was there's stuff in their life that they want to or need to or know that they need to work through, but just haven't taken that step of being open and honest or asking a group of people to hold them accountable or help them think through some deeper issues. What would you say to that person? I would just encourage anyone out there that's feeling scared or feeling like it's not worth it to live in the light and to think about all the sin in your life and think about sharing that with other people. I would say that God's grace is always going to be enough. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Um, I just think that's such a powerful thing. And to be able to share that with other people and to work through your brokenness and to heal from that is such a powerful thing. Well, guys, I mean, the question we're asking is how can I deal with this feeling that I sometimes have that something isn't quite right in my life. And uh, man, the things that we wanted you to hear and that Raleigh shared is first and foremost, we want you to know you don't have to deal with that alone. And so we would encourage you to turn uh, to to the people of God uh, and to bring that feeling to them, uh, who will people who will point you to God. Because, uh, you know, the reminder that I just want to state again is, man, you can always benefit uh, from learning more about God. And the last thing I want to say is doing that can be scary. And I want to encourage you, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain uh, by dealing with that feeling and confronting it with others who will love you and point you to God. Um, and so I want to encourage you, turn to God and invite others into your life uh, who will help you walk with him. And I liken it to my son, Cole. Uh, he is prone to get staph infections uh, on his skin. So like if he gets a little scratch or a cut, it can get infected. And uh, and it starts off just as a little red spot, but then uh, he has really, really uh, white skin. And so it's real <laughs> obvious that red spot grows and we could even use a marker to mark it. And the next day it gets bigger and bigger. And so that Staph infection, it doesn't get better if we just ignore it and hope it goes away. We have to drain it of all the poison that's in there, and then we have to put antibiotics on it and treat it. And I think the same is true for the the brokenness that is inside us is we can't ignore it. We can't procrastinate it. And I know that's a tendency. Raleigh didn't address some of these issues till his senior year of high school. And I think uh, students tend to go oh, this will go away. I'll deal with it next semester. I'll deal with it my senior year or uh, this will change once I go to college. And I just want to encourage our listeners, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain by dealing with the feeling of brokenness. Something's not quite right. So don't make excuses. Don't procrastinate. Do something today. That's amazing. Thank you, David, for sharing that. And like we've been saying all episode long, you can do that in the context of any relationship that you have with other believers who are fully devoted to Christ and fully committed to your growth and not just a specific program like Regen for Students. But we also want to encourage anyone who's in Dallas, um, any student, uh, sixth through 12th grade, this, this opportunity is open for you. So David, why don't you do give us like 
uh, 15 seconds. Hey, here's how long it is. And here's, you know, yeah. what, when it starts back up. And guys, it's so easy. If you are in Dallas, you can just go to watermark.org slash regen for students. It's real easy to find all the information, but basically we meet, uh, 12 weeks at a time. So three months, um, and it's in the middle of a semester. So the fall or the spring. So we'll start in late August. We'll be done before Thanksgiving. We'll start after the new year and we'll be done easily, you know, before the end of school, usually, um, you know, April. That's amazing. So each, there's two opportunities each year. It's a 12 week program. You've got a, a booklet you go through, you discuss with your group. It's got a curriculum. Uh, but as Raleigh described, uh, we, we've seen it be really helpful for a lot of people. That's awesome. And so if you're listening and you're on the fence, man, I, I pray that you would seriously consider going through Regen for Students and, and see what the Lord does in and through your life. Well, hey, thank you guys for being here, Raleigh. Thank you so much for, thanks, for Raleigh. sharing course, with us. Um, we are at the end of our summer season of the Watermark Students podcast. We will be taking a break for a few weeks and we'll be back um, in August and we're so pumped. Pumped um, to continue learning and growing together. If you've li- listened to and benefited from these last six episodes, uh, man, share these episodes with friends and family and loved ones that you'd love to um, hear about uh, what the Lord has been doing um, in and through the lives of guests that we've had on this podcast. And if you have any questions that you'd love for us to answer about teenage life, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at students at watermark.org. Students at watermark.org. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys soon.